Welcome to Creative Impact on WEMU 89.1 FM. I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw, and your solo host for the show until David Fair returns from his medical leave. Thank you for listening as we welcome guests each week to explore how their creative businesses, products, programs, and services impact and add to Washtenaw County's quality of life, place, and economy. So Happy New Year. This is our first show of 2022. A new year offers a clean slate and a restarting point, if you will, to begin afresh. Our guest, Sarah Calderini, begins her new year afresh as the newly appointed executive director of the Ann Arbor Symphony Orchestra. Sarah, congratulations on your new gig and welcome to Creative Impact. Thank you so much, Deb. I'm thrilled to be here, and Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah, thank you. You too. Sarah, I'm going to bypass the temptation to introduce you by listing, you know, your notable work experiences that includes a decade in in sales at Procter & Gamble, and then starting in owning and running your own business, Dot Mind Day Planners, for 17 years or so. Instead, I want to start by asking you to tell us what we should know about you. Oh, that's so nice. Well, um, Thanks. I, I've lived in Ann Arbor uh, 29 years. I, I tend to round up and say 30. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, raised three wonderful children in the community of Ann Arbor and uh, all Ann Arbor public school kids, uh, all of whom took advantage of the incredible arts um, education. And um, I just couldn't be more delighted with how arts and culture tend to be a part of our water system, and we, we get it through osmosis. And <laughs> um, one of the reasons why I wanted to raise them here, so, um, of course, it's had an incredible impact um, on me and my family and certainly uh, led me to sort of make a, a career change um, later in life to um, really, really be able to explore and exploit maybe um, to help bring the the transformative uh, qualities that the arts can can bring to each and every one of us, and um, I'm I'm thrilled to um, be a part of the arts and culture scene here in in Washtenaw County. So tell me a little bit more about that career change. You know, it it takes a lot for somebody to jump from, in your case, you know, the business world, if you will, the for profit enterprising world, to doing something like this. Um, what gave you the courage and inspiration to do that? Uh, courage is a great word. Thank you for adding that. I um, there there are a couple of things. One is to just really um, when you have a passion, you know, just sort of just you gotta you gotta go for it somehow. I think uh, at a certain um, time in our lives, we get to the point where we start to think about legacy and what we're leaving um, for future generations. And um, I, I also think uh, even in my for-profit work. Um, I, I really prided myself on always trying to bring good people together with things that make their lives better, and uh, certainly the arts is is exemplar of that. And uh, so I, I think um, when we can help share the good stuff in life together and with each other, uh, that's that's what sort of makes the magic. And um, I like to say I, I I haven't been here for a long time in arts and culture, but I got here as soon as I could. Well, you are at an organization with quite a legacy. The Ann Arbor Symphony is 94 years old. It started out as an amateur band managed by volunteers, and then in 1986 it went professional. And you follow women, really two women, Ann Glendon and then Mary Stevick Blasky, who successfully held the executive position for about uh, 30 
six, five years between mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Is it coincidental in your mind that this position has long been held by women, or is there something else that attracts women to this position? That, that's an incredible question. Um, and I, I haven't really thought about that except, uh, I, but I do have some thoughts about it. And I, I think that, first of all, how could I ask for better predecessors? Right. Um, more, more incredible women than Ann Clendon and Mary Stefanski. Um, bright and interested and passionate and engaged. And um, so uh, it, it's such a good question to, to say. I think my best answer would be that there is something that, um, boy, if I can, if I can say this, that, that really relies on nurturing a community, nurturing um, the, the people, whether that be uh, our incredible staff, our world-class musicians, and um, our audiences just helping to bring people together uh, and and really kind of keep us together. It's not exclusive to to women, but I think um, uh, maybe the mothers in us get a chance <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> I can relate that, to that. Play that role. I yeah. can definitely yeah. relate well, to that. Well, you've got the grandma thing too. Right, Beth, right, so. right. This is Creative Impact on WEMU 89.1. Our guest is Sarah Calderini. She's ringing in 2022 as she takes the reins at the Ann Arbor Symphony Orchestra as the newly appointed executive director. So, Sarah, we had Mary Stefik-Blaskic on just before um, she retired in 2019, and she had told us about the um, orchestra director, conductor position in that search, and then COVID hit um, in 2020 when they were intending to do all of that. Can you just give us a quick update on what the status is of finding your new conductor? I, I would love to. This, uh, this season so far, um, we've already, you know, we've got the fall season, uh, part of the season behind us. And um, so every single one of our events on the main stage will be, ha- has been or will be conducted by someone who is a finalist in our music director search. And uh, the, what remains in the season still are, are four of the five events that are on the main stage will feature uh, the candidates who are coming from all over the, co- the country, quite frankly, and really, really stellar uh, musicians themselves and conductors and trying to figure out what's the best, you know, fit overall for us as a community and what fits into their busy lives and demanding schedules. And um, we're really looking forward to continuing the excellent legacy um, and the, and the you know, reputation of excellence that the symphony has, as well as really finding someone who wants to be a part of our special community. And, right. um yeah, that's that's a really really special role for someone to fill, and um, of course we, uh, our beloved Maestro Lipsky, who was with us for so long, um, you know, left a void, but not one that can't be filled. It's just time for a new chapter. Sure. And, um, so, I encourage everyone to um, you know join us for the remaining parts of the season, to and, and to please you know weigh in on. Let us know how everyone feels. So um, let's talk about the season and the fact that audiences are still reluctant to attend live performances. Um, uh, how's that going for you? And um, and you know, are the houses full, or are you uh, are, are you like everybody else suffering a little bit from from that reluctance? Um, are people still reluctant? Yes, we are. <clears throat> we're committed to the the safety of our audiences and bringing people together safely. <clears throat> we are still 
social distancing people. There's still space between uh, all of our audience members, but we are we are filling the house with limited oh, that's great. capacity. And and people are delighted to be back. I, in November, we had a really special program at Hill Auditorium that um, featured a lot of Michigan um, artists. We had Jacob Joyce, who's an Ann Arbor son, conducting um, as a potential music uh, music director, and a world premiere of Michael Croft, who's a, a Michigan-based composer, and Julie Adams, who's a, who's a soprano, um, who's just recently relocated back to Michigan. And um, and I remember just turning around. One of the things I love to do at Hill Auditorium and the Michigan Theater is to turn around at the audiences when we're in and look to see how filled the the uh, the seats are and how joyous the faces are and people who are, are filling, um, filling the house. It uh, is one of so. the most rewarding aspects of being a, a, a staff member within a performing arts organization. So, Sarah, we just got a minute or so left, but um, I'd love to ask you, what are you most looking forward to in this year? I, I'm really looking forward to uh, finding that right, that right person for the music director spot. And, um, I mean, I think we could all say, uh, let's put COVID behind us finally, right. but, um, we've been resilient and we've been, um, you know, adaptable and flexible. I think I, um, I'm looking forward to welcoming that, that new director in, in the fall, welcoming our orchestra members back, being able to expand our, our audiences, um, by perhaps maybe not needing to be socially distant. Um, and and really bringing everybody together again to um, you know come together uh, and and be transformed by the magic that the orchestra is is wanting to be a part of. Well, that's an amazing vision, and we do hope it all comes true. We wish you and the Ann Arbor Symphony great success this year, and thanks so much for being our guest. Thank you so much, Deb. That's Sarah Calderini. Sarah is ringing in 2022 as she takes the reins at the Ann Arbor Symphony Orchestra as their newly appointed executive director. Learn more about Sarah and the Ann Arbor Symphony, including concert and program information at WEMU.org. Please join me next week for another conversation with a Creative Washtenaw guest. I'm Deb Pollack, President and CEO of Creative Washtenaw and your solo host of Creative Impact until David returns. This is your community NPR station 891 WEMU and WEMU. WEMU HD1 Ypsilanti.